Service your existing car with us right now. And it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available, so book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Well, we're just in the middle of June, but can you believe it? Six weeks tomorrow, the brand new season kicks off. Champion Celtic will wait till the Sunday... The home game at Aber- against Aberdeen, that's going to be Sunday the 31st of July, 4.30 in the afternoon. Rangers will be on the Saturday. They take on Livingston in West Lothian. First time they meet, the weekend of the 3rd and 4th of September. Celtic against Rangers. A man who knows all about those games, the former Celtic and Scotland star, Simon Donnelly. Simon, can you believe it? We've got the fixtures. Yeah, uh, the countdown. what, yep, countdown's, countdown's on. on. Uh, Not even a your holiday yet. I know, I know, but the countdown's on and everybody will be looking forward to it. It's always one of the, the days that fans and players look for the fixture list coming out and you're talking about the Celtic Rangers game. It's the, it's the first one that I used to look for, uh, to be honest. And then, you, yeah. and then you would look at where you were going to be at Boxing Day or around about Christmas and obviously the New Year's Day game. So, yeah, it's exciting times and the countdown is on. So we're looking forward to another season. Opening day on the Saturday. So Livingston against Rangers, as we mentioned. Hearts against Ross County. Kilmarnock, newly promoted against Dundee United. St. Johnson against Hibs. And St. Mirren Motherwell. And then uh, on the Sunday, as we mentioned, Celtic against Aberdeen. Last season, Rangers kicked off at lunchtime, you remember, <clears> on the Saturday. Yeah. And then Celtic were at Hearts uh, in the evening. And it was good to get both of them the same day, double header. Yeah. But it's TV, I guess, that dictates. Yeah, I think t- exactly. That's it. You took the words out of my mouth. That's what dictates nowadays in football. Uh, usually, the champions would have flag day, you know, on the, on the Saturday and... F- probably one of the first games of, of the new season but it's not to be but I don't think it will take anything away from the occasion I think the Celtic fans will be buzzing to see in particular who Ange has possibly brought in some new recruitment by then I would imagine I added to the team last year so yeah exciting times ahead We're going to hear a wee bit from Ange Postacoglu in the next hour We'll hear also from Derek McInnes the Kilmarnock manager he's been speaking today about the coming season Jim Goodwin ex-St Mirren and of course the Aberdeen boss, just uh, a few of his thoughts about the coming season. And uh, Chris Boyd is going to speak. In fact, let's hear from him, the former Rangers and Kilmarnock star speaking about the game and in particular Celtic against Rangers. Two fantastic football clubs, huge football clubs. <coughs> and uh, they should be pushing each other all the way. And, you know, I'm looking forward to it already. Um, you know, Celtic have managed to get a few signings in. Um, but you know, Rangers, you'd imagine, will get some players in as well. And that's the way it should be, pushing each other all the way. It's going to be some season. There's not much in it, is there? Last night, as you heard, Scott McDonald, who's made a flying visit back yeah. home from Australia, he was on with Rob last night. He was great on the programme. And and Rob asked him, you know, who had the better season? And he said, well, Celtic, because they had the two trophies, they had yeah. the title. Brilliant year for Rangers going all the way uh, in Europe. Do you think there's much between the teams? No, and I've seen, I seen Scott's comments as well. I don't think uh, there was a great deal between them. You know, the, the three or four games that they had, against each other in that last little period of the season emphasized that you know I think there was a win each mm. uh, sorry I think Celtic won two was that right and, or two draws I can't remember now 
Uh, Rangers but, won the first one. You're right. You're yeah. spot on. Yeah. So there's not a lot between the sides. The interesting thing now is that Rangers, there's speculation that one or two might leave. I don't see too much of that. You know that Angie's main players. I think uh, he'll add to that. So it's it's going to be interesting to see what Gio brings in now. We touched on it before on the show about this being his first kind of real transfer window to go and get his teeth into. It'll be interesting to see what he brings in. Uh, but certainly towards the end of last season, you know, there wasn't much between them. And as Chris Boyd points out there, that kind of points towards an exciting season ahead. I, don't, I, I think when you've got two teams like they were challenging right up to the death last season, that brings something to the, the championship. You know, the last thing you want is a team running away with it which we'd seen the couple of years before that of course and it was still so tight and Ange Postacoglu in that documentary mentioned about the January-February period yeah. as soon as the window closed they had a brilliant window it was an inspired window yeah but in. I think he was he was, a, he was ahead of the game he was ahead of yeah. Gio of you know because he'd already had six months there but you've got to give him enormous credit sure. you know yeah. even his recruitment at the start of the season what they brought to Celtic but yeah the, the two or three round about the transfer round about the turn of the year mm definitely uh, gave Celtic a boost. We had some great chat last night with Scott, um, especially about Celtic. What about Rangers? Um, Alan McGregor reportedly offered a two-year deal in the Middle East. First of all, what do you think on that? Um, is he going to play on this season? And if so, where? Well, after the Scottish Cup final, Paul, you could have, I could have probably written Alan McGregor off. Mm. I, thought, I thought that was his farewell, the way he was brought on. And then suddenly, a week or two down the line, you know, the talk is that he's maybe going to go on for another year. He's certainly a fit guy. He's certainly still performing at top levels. And that's why I wouldn't, I wouldn't question him staying on. You know, it wasn't as if there was any sign of demise. I mean, there was a couple of mistakes, I think, that were highlighted because they're so few and far between. But could we not say that about every keeper? Yeah. You could really, could you? Could, of course yeah. you could. But, I mean, Griggs's form over the last few years has been... He's been getting better and better, very similar to Craig Gordon. But now, you know, you look at uh, the Middle East and the money that's there, and, and he's, he is in that kind of stage of his career where he's not got a lot of time left. Is that going to turn his head? You know, Would it be kind of double the money? And of course, it's the tax thing yeah. abroad, isn't it? The, yeah, and we've see, we seen yep. uh, Martin Boyle making that kind of move at the turn mm. of, the, of the year from Hibs. So it's an interesting one. You know, as I say, if you'd said to me right after the Scottish Cup final, mm. I thought he'd have been putting his, it his, like his slippers on and, yep. and coming to play in the Masters with us <laughs> yeah. old guys but he looks as if he's still got life yep. in him so let's see how that one pans out some of the other headlines or some of the stories on the go today at the other end of the pitch then for Rangers they're linked with the Rosenberg striker 22 <clears throat> year old Eric Botim what do you think I mean they do need to strengthen anyway even if Morella stays you know because yeah. Etten it hadn't, didn't happen for him he's away um, yeah well you, you look when, when Morelos was out there, there wasn't really a recognised no. striker. And again, you have to give Rangers credit, particularly in Europe. It didn't seem to affect them too much. Uh, but yeah, I think there'll be more coming in to, to, to challenge with if Morelos stays or possibly replace him, you know, if, if speculation, I think it's severe. But I, th I think you touched on it there. I think Gio will be looking to strengthen that area anyway, yeah. regardless yeah. whether he goes or stays at the club so you've just revealed you're a Sevilla man rather than Seville did I say that what no, did no, you say Seville I can say that there are no I hadn't said it yet yeah. I, I normally say Seville because uh, <laughs> in the early days I was doing Real Madrid and all that so this is Real Madrid calm down yeah. but Sevilla, Sevilla seems to people say it's Seville Sevilla right. and Seville <laughs> so Morelos has been linked uh, with Seville 
is he ever going to go is, or is he going to stay you sense it maybe it's time for him to go he's been terrific for Rangers he's had his ups and downs what do you think is going to happen I'm, I'm, I'm not sure I, I think when it got to the end of the season I think I described it as a wee bit of an end of an era at Rangers mm. because I think getting to that final was the kind of accumulation of Stevie Gerrard's work at the start two three seasons ago they were always making you know they were making progress in Europe every year uh, and, and I think they were taking a lot of confidence for that you know especially last season winning the league but a lot of those players now are at a, at a point that maybe at a crossroads mm-hmm. do, do, do they sign again we've we seen Goldson doing that we thought he was maybe going to go so who knows with Morelos you know it, it depends on, on numerous things you know and GVB might want well he will want to put his own stamp on that yeah team. but I thought I thought he got the best out I think Morelos's form had dipped a little bit just before he came in and, you know, putting him, or maybe just reminding him, you know, areas of the pitch where he is best. And he certainly got, you know, a tune out of him at that point before he picks up, uh, or he picked up the injury. I don't know. I mean, as I say, I, I could have wrote Alan McGregor off. I could have probably said Golson was moving on and that has not been the case. No. So who knows with, with, with Morelos? Mixed response, wasn't it, from the Rangers fans? And maybe inevitably in social media, you know, when Rangers said they thanked him for his what he's done. And the good news is he's signed a new contract and somebody yeah. goes, oh, I thought he was going to go. These days, you need to be thick-skinned, don't you, to be, to be a, a, football a top player. footballer? Off. I mean, did you see this stuff? Because I was reading it, I was away in uh, Holland, I thought, right, he's... You try not to look yeah, at no. stuff on social media. You don't watch too much. Thankfully, yeah. it wasn't about when, when we played... Uh, you mainly talk about music, don't you? On my like, social media? Yeah. Yeah, I try, I try to get away oh. from the, the, the kind of serious stuff. Sure. Do that as on you the radio say, the TV. You have to, yeah. I, I had to have a thick skin just oh. to survive my dressing room when I played at Celtic, never mind anywhere else. <laughs> I, I saw you play. You know, went about then. But yeah, it's a wee bit unfair now sometimes because you feel as if, well, the fan is virtually in your, your room talking to you, you know, yeah. through the access of mm-hmm. social media. So I would not... Uh, concentrate on it too much or dwell on it see for listeners who have not been in a dressing room and that is most of us give us an insight what's it like I was lucky enough I remember going <clears> in to they did a day at Ibrox they did a day right. at Celtic Park years ago and it was um, there'd been some trouble in both clubs so I went in it was Kenny Douglas was there I remember imagine the icon Kenny Douglas yeah. but you know he was just he was so quick witted yeah. um, he would have a go um, he was he was absolutely brilliant but you've got to be fast haven't you or you have to be fast just take I, was, I, was, I was never <laughs> I, was, I would never have described myself as fast or quick-witted, but you learn to you learn to laugh things off. You learn to deal with things. I mean, from your your attire, your clothes, your haircut, <laughs> anything you know, Slotted. nothing yeah. gets missed in a dressing uh-huh. room. Uh, so you have to have thick skin. But again, to be a footballer, and particularly the likes of Celtic and Rangers, you do have to handle that. You know, playing mm-hmm. that. And Goldson has did that mm-hmm. over the number of years. That's why I think Gio has decided to. You know, take that option and offer him a, an extension on his contract. I think he's he's proved over his time that he can handle being a Rangers player. But you're always going to get some sort of negativity, especially on social media. Can I throw a few more at you of the stories in the goat? We're still waiting <clears> to hear is Jack Ross is he going to be the new manager of Dundee United? We think so. Yeah. You can never tell until it's signed. But uh, uh, listen, Dundee United's a fantastic club. I can speak from first-hand experience. Really good club, uh, and Jack Ross. Again, we spoke on the show this season how he could have found himself really unfortunate to be out of a job when he got Hibs to the cup final. Well, he was. Know, it was just, crazy. Just before that. Mm-hmm. And so, 
The owner's admitted he thinks he got it wrong. Yeah, months later, I know. After already removing yep. another mm. manager. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I think that would be a good one for. I think it'd be one that he'd be interested in okay. first and foremost. Aidan McGeady is he on his way to Hibs? Lee Johnson has given him a a glowing report. What thirty six year old Aidan McGeady? No, I've seen him out running. Though. I've seen him round uh, in Lanarkshire out running, and he looks fit. like a twenty six year old. Um, what do you reckon? I think he's got another year in him. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. I think if he's looked after himself, uh, and he's a player that excites, you know, we've seen him. Over the years, especially at Celtic, great technical ability. I think he probably would be a good one if he's fit and up for it. Yeah, it'd be a good marriage that and Hibs. Do you want to tell him he hasn't looked after himself? He said he kind of. Well, you're isn't telling he? me that he's no, been I know, he jogging. Is, yeah, no, yeah, uh, I'm joking. And he's um, 36. Listen, yeah, play as long as you can. Of course, play as yeah. long as you can. Uh, some of the other headlines today: Sadio Mane, the move to Bayern has been reported. It's happened. So he's on his way there. That'll surprise some people. But look, you need a bit of churn. You need some change. He's a fantastic <laughs> player. But you do sense with that Liverpool team, which they came so close in the league, so close in Europe. But yeah. uh, inevitably, and they've got you know, people like Jota. Who've been, and they've signed us, uh, the lad Nunes and they've got the, the lad Diaz as well from last season, who looks who as it? if he's going to be a real top player. Maybe the signing of the season. Yeah, maybe. I just I yep. think Klopp's recruitment's really good, and I think it is maybe just a case of I'll go again end of an era. Manny mm. has been an unbelievable player over his his time at, at Liverpool. He's maybe looking for a fresh challenge, and Liverpool just seem to under Klopp. You know, if one goes out the door, he brings another one that the. the, the the standard never drops mm -hmm. and sometimes it actually goes the other way. I think Diaz and Nunes look, they've got youth on their side as well. I think they, they'll be good additions to the, the Liverpool squad. So your old club Celtic, uh, Benjamin Segrist, looks as though he could be on his way there. Scott Baines, the number two, obviously Vasilis Barkas is away on loan for yeah. a year. Joe Hart's getting the number one jersey. Um, arguably, one of the, well, it was one of the best keepers uh, in the country. Yeah. Um, what do you make of I like, Segrist? I quite uh -huh. like the, the boy Segrist. Yeah. I think I'd, I'd kind of said, I'd been asked the year before, is there anybody within the Premier League that Celtic would go for? And I, I mentioned him before, you know, obviously they, they went out and got Joe Hart, who's had an incredible season and an incredible effect on the club, the dressing room, the back line at Celtic. As you say, he'll be number one, but I, I looked to this guy as an able backup and... You know, it's not every day you get asked to play for, for Celtic, so I think it's a good move for him. And on Liverpool, I should have mentioned there, of course, Calvin Ramsey, we talked about him in the last couple of days. So it's a £8 million Ram raid I see in the, the papers today in the, the Scottish Sun and in the record as well, some good headlines on it. So, what, £4.5 up front, and it could go up <clears> to over £8 18-year-old, saw him at the Player of the Year, the Young Player of the Year. Seemed a great young lad, modest, yeah. but what a... I haven't seen a lot of him, Paul, but yeah. I've, I've heard good reports and, and I covered an under-21 game at the start of the last mm -hmm. season and I thought he was he was one of the best players in the team. I think it was against Turkey. What did you like about him? Uh, just, he's very similar to the full-backs that we've had coming through recently. He's quite forward-thinking. I know that kind of goes against the grain because people will tell you, you know, right back, first and foremost, defend. defend. Yeah. But I think he's got something about him going forward as well. He looks as if he's confident. He's popped up with the odd goal this season. It's a fantastic move for him. You know, he's, he could be looking at two Scottish fullbacks at Liverpool. He's got to shift of course. the right back that's there yeah. just now, who's pretty pretty decent. Uh, but it's a great move for him. You know, 
and, and Aberdeen are obviously going to get a substantial fee for it as well so they'll look to or Jim will look to be getting some of that to, mm. to go and try and replace it let's, let's hear from Jim Jim Goodwin uh, the Aberdeen manager there's no getting away from uh, you know what happened last season and we've all held our hands up and I've played my part in that as well but it's very much behind us now we're looking forward to an exciting season ahead we want to give the fans and the people of Aberdeen uh, a team on the park to be very excited about and one worth spending money to come and watch uh, well, he'll be there in the opening day of the season or the, the on the Sunday, bringing his Aberdeen to Celtic. That was always a great game, wasn't it? Did you enjoy playing against the Dons? Uh, uh, oh, no. You've, <laughs> no, you've, no, you've asked me that. Yeah. Them and Hibs were my, my favourite teams to right, yeah. uh, play against. I, I scored a few goals in those games. Uh, so I kind of look back in the Hibs yeah. and Aberdeen games quite yeah. fondly. But the open football, maybe the two teams that wanted maybe, to play? Maybe, or sometimes you just find that that works, you know, certain clubs that you like playing against or it just falls into place for you but that'll be a test for them day one mm. uh, and as Jim says there Aberdeen and Hibs underperformed last year really disappointing seasons after so much hope and excitement you know with the appointment of Glass and, and, and Scott Brown going up there mm. I think Aberdeen and Hibs have really got their work cut out you know they've got new managers now they need to get back into that top six at least and the owner as well, you know, the American owners. Um, it's the same at Hibs. They've, they've kind of been all over the place, haven't mm. they? You know, Hibs with managers in and out, Dundee United as well. This is the third manager it's going to be in, what, two years. Um, at Aberdeen, can they become the third force again? They have, well, that's what they have to target. The fans think they, they have, are. They have yeah. to target that. And I know speaking for guys that have played up there as well, the, the fans demand that as well. Uh, obviously, you go back to the history of Aberdeen and... We're going way back now, but the, the demand's still there for them to get third. I think Mc, Derek McInnes had achieved that uh, in his time there. But they certainly have to be better than last year and Hibs. You know, they, they can't be languishing in the in the bottom six. Are you going to say who's going to be third next season? I'm not asking you yet. Yeah. Is it too early? Well, see, when you were going through the fixtures earlier on, I was about yeah. to say, uh -huh. I hope yeah. you aren't going to ask me for my, my prediction. <laughs> I think it's a bit early. 42 days. And but... we need to have the you know the transfer window yeah. and see what happens. Obviously. You know, Yeah. I think they have yeah. to be up there challenging Hearts. I think Hearts did really well last year coming back into a position where they ended up, it was quite comfortable for them. Mm -hmm. You know, the, once they got into third place, it wasn't they weren't really threatened at all. So I think the likes of Aberdeen, Hibs, Dundee United were up there last year. They all have a new manager. Uh, so I think it'll be it'll be health, a healthy challenge to get that third place. Simon Donnelly looking as fit as a fiddle. And you've got the Masters, of course, coming up Oof. very, very soon. Going to ask you about that shortly as well, but you're looking forward to it. You've been out training? I've did a little bit. I need to get my act together, if I'm being honest. Uh -huh. I've got, I think it's three weeks today, Paul. Right. So yep. a mini pre-season. If you want to come out and run with me. <laughs> Listen, come on. Yeah, I'll be in the car. Yeah, Maybe in the bike. Yeah, Carlton Cole as well. Carlton Cole, yeah. yeah. You're just talking about social media. I think he's taking a little bit of stick uh -huh. yeah. on social media, but he's in our squad. I've never met Carlton. Looking forward to meeting him. Mm. He'll hopefully do my running. I think he's a wee bit younger than me. I think we're the two strikers. So Rangers got quite a young team, haven't they? And Barry's in it. Indeed, yeah. Uh, he's the captain. Be unusual yep. because usually we were in the, the same team at the, mm. the Star Sixes for Scotland. So we'll be up against each other. I think Lee McCulloch is in it as well. Yes, he yeah. He's pretty good mm. at the Star Sixes. Well, we'll talk about it in a wee while. It's the hour long edition. It's Paul Cooney with Simon Donnelly. Uh, on the day when it's been announced that Bobby Madden, one of our top referees, FIFA referee, he's resigned from the SFA mm. and he's moving to England. A wee bit more about that coming just after the break. 
The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go, 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 go. go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors Paul Cooney with the former Celtic and Scotland St Johnson Dundee United assistant manager um, down south as well too many teams Simon give us a few more of yours Partick Thistle up here as the well Jags, yep. the Jags the yep. Jags the Pars did you say the Pars the Pars no I have done now Dunfermline yep on the day when we've got the fixtures six weeks tomorrow it's going to be Livingston against Rangers Hearts Ross County Kilmarnock against Dundee United St Johnson against Hibs and St Mirren against Motherwell and then on the Sunday 4.30 kickoff for television Celtic the champions against Aberdeen. Some great games there. Before that, Simon, we've got the the Masters, July the 8th at Brayhead, and we announced it on uh, Wednesday night. I was on air when it came in. And uh, two really strong teams. Obviously, we've got Man United and Liverpool, yep, Liverpool as well. It's yeah. going to be a terrific tournament. It's great to see it back again. Yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, I think reality check as well when the, the, the teams were released uh, for me to get back out and get a little bit of fitness before but as I said before the break there three weeks yep. tonight I think it is yep. so here's your team Rab Douglas and goals I mean obviously um, there's the pool yep. so you've got Mark Wilson and Kelvin <clears throat> Wilson they've got the two defenders there Chris Commons in the midfield Joe Ledley uh, Stelian Petrov I think he's skipper along with. is he the skipper yeah. yeah what's a player Simon Donnelly yourself and Carlton Cole he didn't play for very long he was there during the, the Ronnie Dyla era the same for Rangers was Roy Carroll I remember him as a Man United and a West Ham United goalkeeper but he was at Rangers wasn't he for a short period in goals they've got Carlos Cuellar Alan Hutton Barry Ferguson the captain Lee McCulloch the Hearts assistant manager Pedro Mendes and up front Chris Boyd and Michael Moles so right age wise is theirs a bit younger than yours Uh, well Fergie's younger than me McCulloch is younger than Mm -hmm. me Boyd is younger than me. Okay, not being ageist, but yeah. <laughs> what would you make of it? What, would you, have you played against Barry? Uh, I played against Barry Rangers Celtic. Yeah, my last my last season. I think I've discussed this with him as well over a bottle of wine. But it was my last season before I left, and I think Joe Vengloss put me in the middle of the park to specifically play against him, which. If any of the listeners will peculiar because I could not defend or tackle, but it, it, so it's, why? I don't know. I think he thought maybe to play off him, you know, uh, have somebody him. on him to try and yeah. stop him playing. And then, obviously, I had I was a forward-thinking player, so if yeah. we got the break of the ball, I'd yeah. be there to, to go and try and start things for Celtic. As it panned out, the game was nil-nil. Right. So, so I don't know who got the better who, of who. Yeah, because you had a lot of, you know, you were a harrier, wouldn't you? You would be in there. Did he want you on him? To I, I, him? I remember, actually, it was, as I say, Defending was not my forte at all, but I remember actually having my work cut out because he was, well, he's four years my young, uh, my junior, yeah. and he was very sharp, very good player, and difficult to even attempt to tie down for a defensive midfielder. Never mind me, but we got a nil-nil, so obviously did something right. <laughs> you sure did. Stylian Petrov in your own team, uh, the captain. It's remarkable, isn't it? The comeback that oh, that young man had. Fantastic. Um, really, and a great guy. I only met him. I missed, I was going out the door as Stan was coming into Celtic and it's a, a huge regret because I, I loved him as a football player and it was, I've said to him, he's one player that I would have loved to have played alongside in the Celtic mm. team. You might, you just missed each other because yeah. my memory would be that you... Literally missed yeah. each other. Mm. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to pairing up with him but he, 
more than that, he's a great person, Paul, and yeah. and I've yeah. I know his story really really well from what he's come back from. It's remarkable. So to see him back fit and playing football, tremendous. Well, he'd gone to Aston Villa for the younger listeners who might not yeah. know, and then at the pomp. He's a great player. He scored cancer. a lot of goals yeah. for Celtic. Mm-hmm. A, a real athletic midfielder, you know, bursting into the box, scoring goals, uh, could play a fantastic footballer. Mm-hmm. In the Rangers team, who would you look to? There's some great players there. Or obviously Barry <coughs> is there. Um, Michael, always... Michael Moles. Oh, terrific striker, wasn't he? Yeah. Turns, yeah. Mm-hmm. He yeah. could be tricky. I think Lee McCulloch, yeah. at the star sixes recently, Lee McCulloch, I think, was our top player. Was he? Yeah. Scored, I think he might have been our top goal scorer. Uh-huh. So he's he's one right. to watch. Uh-huh. Pedro Mendes, Barry always says, terrific player. I, yeah. play, I played against Mendes when I was at Partick. We played Rangers either the League mm-hmm. Cup or the Scottish Cup. I think Mendes actually scored uh, a fantastic goal at Fur Hill against us and I think Chris Boyd scored that night as well uh-huh. so we'll need to keep them quiet. Of course, Chris Boyd as well. And uh, Alan Hutton. I mean, what a career of Rangers, Tottenham Hotspur. I mean, he's what a 12 million... He was the, he he was the biggest transfer until... Million, yeah, there. just uh, the yep. Nathan Patterson move, what? Five six months ago, yeah. how good was Alan Hutton? Did you you must have played against? I never did no, you not? No, I think, missed, I think yeah. we must have. Yep, sliding doors, we must have missed mm. each other. Uh, but I remember him bombing on playing, particularly for Scotland. You know, following the, the national team at the time. Uh, these guys will listen. The competitiveness will be there from the off, uh, and if we get some decent crowds, the Celtic Rangers game should be pretty tasty. Did Barry get a kick at you that day or did you get a kick at him? Come on, probably tell a, us. Probably a bit of both. Both of you, yeah. Probably a bit of both. Uh, and there'll probably be a bit of both the next one as well. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm hoping that there's that rule that the striker has to stay yep. in the, the, the opposition's half. All right, of course. So you need to yeah. do any tracking back. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm already thinking about it. Good, it's on your mind. Uh, we mentioned Hamden there. Um, Bobby Madden, I think he might be uh, uh, there tonight. You can't keep him away. Yeah. But what about that news? We don't know too much about it, but he's resigned from yeah, this. He's not going to be refereeing up here anymore. He's moving to England. It's a strange one. I've, I've never really heard of referees moving about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but something new. I think, was he not refereeing in Europe this season? Yes. I think he was uh-huh. over yeah. in Europe doing yeah. games. So. Maybe this is just something that's going to happen mm-hmm. uh, more and more, but yeah, good luck to him. Uh, away down to try his, 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 his arm in, in England. And we talked about thin skin to be a player uh, in the spotlight. Well, my goodness, to be a manager. But he came on our programme uh, earlier in the season and he seemed, you know, he, it was water off a duck's back. He was, uh, he was quite confident, he was open. Um, and he said that they make mistakes yeah. we're talking about VAR coming and yeah. he would welcome it so he, he's going to miss VAR up here but um, down there VAR is so well established now I see Neil Dank- Doncaster has been talking about <clears throat> VAR and the fact that it's coming in during the season and you know not right at the beginning but saying it's a good way of, of introducing it I think he's right do you not think if it's ready for just after the World Cup let's start it if it's the same for everybody yeah. what's the problem? Yeah I agree with that as well I do uh... I just hope it's it's run correctly and, and as smoothly. I, you know, I, I think when it first came in, Paul, you know, it was a bit of a shambles. Uh, but we've obviously a couple of seasons down now and I think it works a lot better. Uh, there's still always debate. There always will be. But I think it's, I think it's helping the officials now mm-hmm. more than it's hindering them. And hopefully when it comes in here, it's at the same levels mm-hmm. as, as everywhere else. And as you say... If it's coming in at that time, then nobody's really yeah. gaining an advantage sure. f- 
from it. So. We'd rather have it from Ed yeah, of July the 30th, but yeah. it's not possible. Yeah, of Better to have it from but As I say, it's coming yeah. in at the same time for everybody. Mm-hmm. We've been in touch here. Bobby Madden has said that um, he would like to thank the Scottish FA for the support. Over 20 years he's been involved in the game. He's only 43 um, and he is taking up a job with the English FA. So we'll find out a bit more about it and uh, enjoy is that a, So he's going to be refereeing there or is that a different That's role? That's what we're waiting to find sure. out. Yeah. We were trying to get him, but I think he's uh, yeah. maybe on his way to Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran, but... Yeah. Uh, you can't blame him on that one, can you? You like Ed Sheeran? Yes, yeah. yes. He's, uh, you like it a bit heavier than that, though, don't you? He's, he's not. Listen, yeah. you can't uh, argue against Ed Sheeran. I've got Liam Gallagher coming up at Hamden. I would, ah, of course. I yeah. would prefer that. But yeah, yeah. I think two, two nights he's, he's done at Hamden, so yep. he knows his stuff. It can't be bad. Back to the football. Well, this time last night, it was Scott McDonald, the ex-Celtic <coughs> and Motherwell and Dundee United player who was on with us. And he was talking about Ange Postacoglu, obviously, um, manager of the season. We didn't know him. Well, in fact, it was, wasn't it? Just over a year ago, a year and a week ago, then he arrived as the new manager of Celtic. Um, and what about next season? So Rob asked him, what's he like to to work under? Um, you know, and I, I know him from, from previous. I, I worked with Ange but it was a long time ago. You know, you're talking 18 years ago. Where was that? Um, in the national set of under 20s. Okay. I had two campaigns with, with, with Ange. I was his captain in one of those campaigns. Um, and look, he'd already had success before that. He, he had local success. He was, uh, you know, a winner at South Melbourne Hellas, uh, you know, on a, a two or three occasions, uh, you know, in the NSL. Then he went on to the, the youth jobs uh, with, with Australia, which I was a part of. Uh, I had two campaigns with him there. Like I said, I was his captain. We went into, I think it was in 2003, the World Youth Cup in, in UAE. And <laughs> we had Brazil in our group. So Danny Alves, Adriano were playing, uh, to name it. There was there was even a couple more top, top players. So um, the second group game, I scored in the first one. And um, he's, he's pulled me in his, in, his, in his room at the time and went, oh, look, you're not going to play. And then I was just like, what? I'm not going to play? I'm your captain. It was just for the way we want to play. You don't suit what we need to do for this game. And if we want to win, this is the way I believe it. Um, and that's the way we're going to go. That was it. And it's the way it's amazing what sticks in players' memories, uh-huh. yeah. isn't it? Uh-huh. You, know, the... but you can hear the admiration. Uh, of course. But, but if you've scored and you're top scorer and then you're dropped, tough one. Listen, it yeah. doesn't guarantee you. It certainly helps your case, but it doesn't guarantee you if, if, if Ange wants to set up mm. or any manager wants to set up in a particular way for a particular opponent but it's amazing how all these years later and all that water under the bridge Scott still remembers that you know the players still remember me things like that Here's Ange himself speaking that documentary I think and talking about the coming season My role is to make us better next year we need to be better it's the same in the Champions League you know our role is to get there and make an impact but it's not about making an impact next year it's about building a team that will continually make an impact and that takes time it takes time. You'll not get time in the Champions League, though. Listen, every Celtic fan will be saying they almost can't believe that Celtic are in the Champions League. That's the same yeah. last year, the 25 points and all the yeah. rest of it. But, um, well, there's so many questions. Will he change Celtic's style, the way, or his style, for the Champions League? I don't think he will. I don't think he will. I think, he'll, I think the players that are there will have, they'll be better for the experience in Europe this season, albeit wasn't too much success. But I think... You're, you're quite right, patience with Celtic doesn't really come hand in hand, but I think it will get a bit of patience and understanding if the gap is seen to be getting closer. 
you know, and you're not going out there in the, the Champions League and taking hammering after hammering. I think, and I don't think that will be the case. I think he will add to the squad to improve it. And I actually think the boys, if, he, if, if Jota gets tied up, they've got, young, they've got youth on their side. If he comes back from holiday. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I think the, these guys, I think these guys will grow better as a team. You talk about the Rangers team two or three years and that ended up with a final in Seville there. Uh, and I think that was from gaining experience year after year. A lot of the similar players. And I think... I think it will stand them in good stead for, for this year's competition, albeit you're in the top competition and you're going to be up against real top quality. Mm-hmm. But that's for me, that's an interesting chapter. Mm-hmm. I want to see how you know Ange copes with that and how he goes and, and, and challenges that. But I think Celtic fans will accept it if they see them competing there and, and giving a good account of themselves. Bodo Glimt was potentially the worst performances aye, of the season, wasn't it? Aye, I yeah. think he said that himself. Uh-huh. I think Celtic, for whatever, over those two games, you have mm. to give the opposition mm. you know, credit, but I think it was probably their two worst performances. And seeing the second leg, I've never played the game, but do you remember on the night, they didn't actually go and look at the ground? Remember it was, they, yeah, they I remember go. talking about that. Now, I know nobody's <clears> going to say, that was, yeah. but actually that... I just, I just feel for whatever yeah. reason, I can't remember the, the, the 11 that was... They never performed over those two games particularly well. When you're looking at even games that they get beat, you know, Leverkusen away, yeah, of course, Betis, Betis away, they, yeah. they, they, they played well in those games in periods. You they could know, have been challenged. out of sight against Betis. Could have been. Yeah. So it's exciting. I think always oh, yeah. all Celtic fans will mm. be excited. The Champions League is back mm. at Celtic Park, and you know what is he? What is this guy going to now bring? Who's he going to bring in next? And how can he improve this Celtic team? They've got great faith in the manager, haven't they? Yeah. So he's done it in the league. When you think back, Gordon Strachan, that you know well, did well yeah. for Celtic in Europe. Yeah. So did Neil Lennon, took them into the, the latter the stages for the first time. Yeah. yeah. Which others, I think Martin Neil had missed out on that. I mean, I know wave after wave of attack against Juventus and all yeah. the rest and you know some of the decisions going against them. Um, but Brendan Rodgers... Uh, yeah, he took them in one of the seasons, yeah. but he, they, they, they had some tough results against there. against Paris. Yeah, and sure. Bayern Munich and yeah. teams like that. They did all right against Man City, but... They yeah. did, actually. Yeah. They did. Uh, that was a tough... I mean, you look at that. <laughs> so tough teams. Uh, so you maybe look to the draw being a little bit kind on you. But again, who, it's a Champions League. Who do you want then? If you're... I don't know. I was speaking yeah. to a fan... At the, I was speaking to a friend mm-hmm. recently and they were saying they quite fancied Real Madrid because Celtic always get drawn against Barca and as far as I can remember in Champions League that seems to be the case Real Madrid I would like Celtic actually to go and draw three teams that they've never or they haven't played for yeah. a, a long time so Real Madrid one of them Benzema and Co you'd love wouldn't you Modric if he's still still playing again he's yeah. the European champions right let's you're going to try and will that to come out the, the hat yeah. when it comes out that would be amazing wouldn't it I think it would be I think especially for the fans that travel away from home mm-hmm. you know somewhere different you know going to Madrid the Bernabeu mm-hmm. I'd imagine they've all been at the the Camp Nou in, yeah. in, in years I think AC Milan have been drawn against Celtic quite a few they times have, yeah. so mm-hmm. Real Madrid it just kind of jumps out at me because they haven't... I mean, when was it, 80s? Was it, 80s it was 80, 81 there about... I, was at, I covered the game. Were you there? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, how did, we it, did the game did it home and away. Um, did well at home and then they lost. It was a terrible refereeing decision and Celtic there. lost by a goal over there. But, yep. So the late Lloyd Le- Cunningham played at that yeah, time for Real Madrid. Right. But it's a long, long time ago. Yeah, I course. was very, very young. Before the kind of cha- <laughs> it became the Champions League. That's right, it was the European, European Cup. Cup. Yeah. So now it's the Champions League. 
I think somebody like that. But I think I think for Celtic fans, first and foremost, they're, they're delighted to be back. You know, in that mm. top table competition, it'd be nice to get three teams that you know they haven't played in recent years. Big English team, maybe. Yeah, that's always an attraction. Mm. Scotland, England. It is, isn't it? I mean, hundred percent. Yeah, but it's the same. You know, with Rangers on the way. Rangers at West Ham would feel, been, always, yeah. the Scottish the Scottish league always gets a. You know, always get the Mickey taking it out yeah. for, for down south. That experience mm. that was there with Sheffield Wednesday at one point, and you always want to put one over, mm-hmm. and it would be great to to be drawn against one of the English teams. Because mm-hmm. Rangers West Ham, we would have loved to. We have thought seen that it. was going yep. to be the case mm-hmm. at one point, uh, until but it wasn't to be. Yep. West Ham fell short. Well, we'll know uh, in a few weeks' time the draw, but we do know now the draw for that first weekend of the season, just six weeks away. We're with Simon Donnelly. More next. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland Let's go! Paul Cooney and Simon Donnelly as we go into the weekend Simon Donnelly training for the Masters on July the 8th But he brought us in a coffee this evening, this afternoon Thank you Simon But low fat wasn't it? Low fat of course <laughs> Of course Watching the waistline as always Looking forward to that And also looking forward to the new season But it's six weeks away If you're on holiday Hope you enjoy it We're on every night Between five and six We kick off the football chat I'll be back on a Monday night With Stephen Craig And then Tuesday night Rob will be here Rob will be with Mark Guidi And Simon Hopefully we'll see you next week as well You've got a, a golf Match is it Stillian Petrov's next week? Stillian yep. Pe- uh, Petrov's uh, foundation golf day down at Turnberry, no yeah. less next Friday. So it's I've been down at John Hartson's recently. Fantastic occasions, and uh, I was actually at the Belfry a few years for one of stands. But his oh. foundation they do great That's charity right. work. Jim White did that, I remember. Jim White presented it for sure, enough. Sure. It was a fantastic weekend. Sure. Uh, so. Yeah. We're a wee bit closer to home this, this Excellent. week. Brilliant. It's great uh, money being raised for terrific charities. People have been on there. Uh, uh, Jimmy's been on saying about the pot. So the top ones, Real Madrid, Eintracht, Man City, AC Milan, Bayern, PSG, Porto and Ajax. Eintracht, of course. And that could so easily have been Rangers. I haven't Rangers. seen you since then. Yeah. Just that penalty kick. I mean, so it's not close. on one thing, isn't it? But yep. Uh, yep. So Penalties. Close. And the chance at the, yep. the end of the game as well with Kent. Uh, yeah, it's the one that kind of got away for Rangers. I was actually golfing with Charlie Miller this afternoon. Aye. We were kind of talking about mm. it and how gutted he was at the at the, the final whistle. Mm. But yeah, they were so close, Rangers, and now they is it two qualifications yep. to try and get yep, in there. They have they've got the be, qualification and a playoff. So that'll yeah. be their goal now. Yeah. Where were you? Were you up at Cathkin Brace? Cathkin. How's Stevie Bree? Stevie's right. good. Stevie yeah. good. Yeah. Stevie's good. Right, pot two. Liverpool runners up, of course, in the Champions League. Chelsea, Barca. Juventus, Atletico Madrid, Seville or Sevilla, RB Leipzig or Tottenham. Uh, Jimmy's been on saying he wants Tottenham. He thinks that'd be great, but you fancy uh, Chelsea. I, yeah. Well, I can't remember Celtic playing Chelsea. Mm. You were talking before the break no. about an English team and the, everything that comes with that. I just thought that would be mm-hmm. quite a good fixture. Uh, Champions League pot three, Borussia Dortmund, um, RB Salzburg, Shakhtar Donetsk Inter Milan Napoli Sporting and Bayer Leverkusen good teams aren't they good teams Dortmund I think yep. the Dortmund played Celtic the first year I signed at Celtic 92 I think they played a two-legger 
with the UEFA Cup mm-hmm. uh, so I don't recall them playing them since and I would probably lean towards Murdo McLeod or Paul Lambert to get me some tickets for that's that right one. yeah Erling Haaland he'll legends. be away by then he'll be at Man City of course yeah. but I know yeah Murdo what a career he had there as well but only yeah. the two of them talk yeah. really highly of their times there so I would be on the phone to them trying to yeah. get a couple of tickets Paul Lambert of course Champions League winner at Dortmund's phenomenal so listen that'll come out in the coming weeks back here in Scotland we're looking forward to uh, the new season although we're still very much in the closed season uh, let's hear from Derek McInnes so Kilmarnock start the new campaign at home to Dundee United he's looking forward and he wants to make a mark this year yep we'll give it it's going to work yeah here we are Derek McInnes we appreciate what we've got but we're also got to make sure we're there to go and set about the Premier League. We don't just want to go up there and just survive. Isn't it's important we uh, to confidently say that and do that, then we have to recruit well as well. How tough do you think it will be? Because they do need, um, I think, more players at Kilmarnock. Yeah, but I think Derek will be experienced enough in this league that he'll know what he wants. And I quite like the way he's talking there about, you know, survival's not good enough for him he wants more than that and you look to the likes of Livingston who had a tremendous season just fell slightly short you know on that last game before the playoffs Kilmarnock historically a premiership club and you know you looked at the, the, the support that was out for those playoff games if they could just get you know some of that back week in week out uh, but I certainly think they're in safe hands with Derek McInnes in this league and I would not be surprised if they're challenging for top six. In the taxi the other day, the, the driver in my pigeon Spanish was telling me he's a Real Mallorca fan, he's a Mallorquin. He said, I'm not one of these Real Madrid fans or yeah. Barcelona fans. Um, and that happens to so many people, isn't it? And the Comarnocks and St Mirren's and all around, Motherwell, many of them are heading to Ibrox or to okay. Celtic Park. Yeah. Must be tough. And yet, in the vital games, the kind of, you know, the local allegiance comes out and they go along. Yeah, and that was my... That was my initial reaction to the both games. I know their playoff finals yeah. are... Uh, you think, where are these guys week in, week out? And I, I know it's expense as well, you know, going to support teams. But if they could just get a few of those guys to come out a, a wee bit more often, I think it helps. It enhances everything about it. I mean, we went through that lockdown and coming out with COVID where there was empty stadiums, Paul, and there's nothing yeah. worse. It actually highlighted how much we need the fans if there was any doubt before and just to get some more in the, in the stadium will help you know Kilmarnock's cause it will help Derek McInnes' cause uh, but you know it's the, the chicken and the egg you need to start winning games obviously yeah. and hopefully they, they come out but I, th- I think he will be looking realistically at top six mm. I don't think he'll be coming in here Yeah, you know I think they'll be looking to target a top six position because what it's only three years ago under Stevie Clark they finished third yeah Amazing, isn't it? Aye. It seems longer, but that's all it was. Isn't and it? they've done yeah. well to bounce back yeah. because yeah. other teams have went down there and not been able to get back straight away. So they've, they've, they've did that. They've got that job done. Oh, they had to change their bill. They changed their manager halfway through. Uh, who's to say uh, if that was the key factor? But Derek McInnes has come in and did a great job. And I like that. You know, he's yeah. came out and said, well, we're not there. Avoiding relegation isn't enough for us. We want to go and, you know, put ourselves on the league and, as I say, I will not be surprised if they're up challenging for top six. What about some of your other clubs and the Glasgow clubs as well? Um, Partick Thistle had hoped to get towards the playoffs and all the rest, but they fell away <coughs> towards the end of the season. What about the Queen's Park story? Oh. I mean, they were they were off the pace. 
Um, what 20 points behind Airdrie but that's what happens if you're not the, the title winners you're in with a shout yeah. my goodness how well they, they don't really do fantastic it's, yeah. it's exciting times for Queen's Park uh, can never remember them in my time being as high as they are now because they weren't <laughs> yeah yep. yeah. so it's, a, it's an exciting project they've got everything in place there to be a success now they have to go and you know, do it on the football front. Uh, what about Owen Coyle and his experience and what he'll bring? Well, he's, he's been a Premiership manager down mm. south. You not, know, he's, not that he's, long ago. He's been, yeah. I believe he was over in India the last few seasons. Won the title. So, yeah, it'll be, I think it'll be, it's a great project for him to get his teeth into at Queen's Park. And it'll be exciting this year, you know, to see how they do. Uh, they get to the playoffs... And anything can happen. They've managed to come through the, the playoffs. People say it's and through the back door, but at the start of the season, you know, get the playoffs, you've got a chance. And now they're in there. Will Wardbroth bounce back this year? Partick Thistle, as you mentioned mm. there, fell short. It was all, all about timing with them. They fell short just four or five weeks from the end. So I think that'll be another tough Dundee back down. I think that'll be a tough division. Tough division. Couple of quick quick questions for you, Simon Donnelly. What about at Rangers, Calvin Bassey? Is he the most valuable asset? And can they hold on to him? I mean, Rangers will have Europa League. They <clears> might <throat> have Champions League. If Rangers can win two games, well, four, you know, home and away, then they're in the Champions League as well. Will they hold on to Calvin Bassey? I think they will. I think they Good. will. I, I think for the for the for the young guys' development, I think another I think the second half of the season it was fantastic. You know, he's he's and with that, especially when you're playing in Europe and performing well, when then he performs well in the final, I think interest follows automatically there. I think maybe for his own personal development, another season at Rangers, and if he does it again, then I think there might be a move in the often. But you never know. I mean, he's been linked to teams down in the English Premiership already. Who knows? But I, th- I think for his... Development another season playing week in week out for Rangers. I see the cinch deal has been sorted out, and I know Rangers are certainly um, uh, Parks are asking for. There's a bit of a blast at the SPFL. Um, what I take from that is it's good news. At least it's sorted out. Rangers yeah. will still get money from it, and the <clears> other clubs will get money. Because my goodness, um, we would like to see more coming in. Yeah. But at least it's it's a multi-million pound deal. We don't have that. We've got too many competitions not sponsored. Yeah, exactly. And as I say, I think the product. We've got one of our clubs in a in a final of a major European competition. Mm. We've got Celtic and Rangers challenging each other at the top of the table. You've got new managers in at other clubs, you know, Hibs, Aberdeen, big clubs in Scotland. It's it, it's a it's a good league, but we do need more sponsorship. We we still we always need support. And Tam Court's off to Honved. We don't have enough time for that tonight. But I mean, what a job he did. You know, 40 years old. Many people, you know, out with the game didn't really know about him, but he did really well. Right, what about Celtic? Jota, is he going to sign? Hope so. I really hope so. I think I was delighted to hear Carter Vickers was over the line. I think a lot of Celtic supporters are uh, of the same view. I think these two guys have proved that they're major players for Celtic, successful last year. I think. They're only going to get better and an exciting player, so I really hope they get them tied up. And in Scotland, haven't seen you since uh, I was only away for two weeks, but it was remarkable. A was, game, what man. a shame, wasn't it? John Harson must <clears> be, you know, know, flying as high as a kite, and good luck to the I big know, man. I was with John, but, and I was yeah. I was winding him up, and 
he had the last laugh. Was he singing uh, the Welsh anthem? No, he it's probably it. was singing. In, in fairness, when I watched him against Ukraine, I thought there, yeah. there's one of the national. It's a really rousing national anthem, uh, isn't it? Yeah. So, well, that got them over the it line. But they're, go, they're going, and we're not. And at least in the Nations League, we we recovered, you know, against <clears throat> Armenia the second game, and yeah. we're second top. So yeah. the next, the September games will be crucial. Twice yeah. against Ukraine and uh, Republic of Ireland. Two at yep. home. We've got to be positive. A big disappointment over in, in Dublin with the result. But we bounced back. We beat Ar Armenia. We're in a good position in the league. And I think the team will be in a better position, you know, physically by then as well, September. Simon, you're looking physically fit. Are you going to run home tonight then to get ready not, for not, the... Not tonight. I've not got quite yet. You've got the, car. Yeah, you've got, the car. a bit of training in the morning. Great. Simon, thanks very much. Uh, coming up next, um, it's going to be the news at six. And Zoe... Yep, Zoe Kelly is going to be on uh, just after that. Looking forward to some great sounds. We'll be back with the show Monday night. It's going to be with Stephen Cragen. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland. Let's go! Service your existing car with us right now and it's worth £500 off your next car. Yes, at Macklin Motors Toyota, we'll give you a £500 voucher off any of our brand new Toyotas when you book in for a service with our expert Toyota trained technicians. We even have complimentary courtesy cars available. So book your service now and get £500 off any new Toyota. Visit macklinmotors.co.uk or see us at Kennishead Road, Darnley. Macklin Motors, the new name for Toyota sales and servicing in Glasgow. Valid on services till 30th September. Excludes Motability and Fleet customers. One £500 voucher per vehicle purchased by 31st December.